Wait, shit. Couch Guys Sports Podcast, episode number 239. Nick Qualia, Jared Scally, presented by our friends over at Manscaped, which, shout out, we have re-upped our deal with Manscaped. Mm. The best in the game through March. So beautiful. Shout out to Manscaped, at least sponsoring the... We got a great relationship with those guys and girls over there, and it's... uh. I mean, they make they make the best products in the game. It's not even close. Not even a competition. Got to got to stay clean through the winter time. Got to stay clean for the ladies, guys and girls. If you want your guy to stay clean, get him. Couch guy twenty, twenty percent off free shipping. So hey, uh, Valentine's Day coming up. The Valentine's Day coming up, big sale. Um, listen, we have now concluded week eighteen of the NFL season. Weird to say, still. Weird to say. Uh. The first year that we had 17 games in a season, I think it went over well. Uh, But Black Monday was yesterday, so we record this Tuesday, January 11th. Black Monday was yesterday, but we still have firings happening now. So as we were coming on the show to record, Joe Judge fired. I I had no idea. You're like, wait, he got fired. I'm like, oh. I thought he was safe. John, Didn't John Maris say a few weeks ago that they thought they had their Bill Belichick? Yeah, like not even a month ago, (laughs) a few weeks ago. Yes, a few weeks ago, John Maris said that they have their Bill Bel- Bill Belichick with Joe Judge, which they went four and thirteen. How the hell do you have Bill Belichick with a four and thirteen team? Uh, but I mean, that's probably you know that might be the most shocking just just based on the fact, not based on performance, because like based on performance, he should be fired. Yeah. Um, but the most shocking firing. Let's just get into it now. Brian Flores for the Dolphins. What, what are we doing? Miami. Come so on. Chris Greer, this bum, running the show down in Miami. Been there for, what, 20 years now or so? Mm-hmm. They have sucked for a heavy majority of that time. Heavy majority of that time. Uh, except minus, like, I don't know. They won the division the year that uh, Brady went down, right? Was it them? Yes, I, it was them. I, yeah, it was yeah, them. Yeah, it was them. Yeah, uh, the Dolphins won the division that year. But other than that, like they who was their sucked. quarterback that year? It wasn't Pennington. Was it Tannehill? No, let it me wasn't look. Tannehill, yeah. Was it Fitzpatrick? No, 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 no. That dude. This was two thousand seven. Wait, was it? Was the, they won the division? Right, it wasn't the Bills. No, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was the Dolphins. Uh, let's see, Dolphins, AFC East standings. What a hot start. 2007. Why do you fire Brian Flores? Uh, sorry, 2008. 2007 was undefeated year. Uh, yeah. Dolphins, Flores? 11 and 5. Who was that year? Quarter- who was their quarterback? Dolphins, 2008 roster. Hot start here. Um, It was Chad Pennington. It was Chad Pennington. Chad wow. Pennington. At that okay. time, age 32. Damn. Eight years in the league. Oh, they had Chad. Ted Ginn Jr. on that team. It's a good team. 11-5. 11-5 team. Uh, but, yeah, so, I mean, like, they suck. The Dolphins, a majority of the time throughout this, this Belichick era, the Dolphins have been terrible. And they finally had a coach, Jared, that had things going well down there. They mm-hmm. started off 1-7 and seven 
you know, that sucked. Then casually rattled off seven in a row. And, oh, yeah, beat Bill Belichick again. Twice, Twice this, year. this year. They swept Two the season series against – shouldn't that be, like, the barometer for the AFC's coaches at this point? Like, if you can beat Belichick, you can stay. Yes, that's how it should be. And he's done it now. I, was this, this was his third year, right? I think he went four and six against Bill. The craziest part – I mean, four, four, four and two. Four and two games. against Bill. I think that's right. Um, wasn't this his fourth season with them? Uh, this, I think this is his third year. Maybe oh, it's okay. his fourth. I believe it's could've his been, third. Could have been wrong. Um, I, I just saw that news and it was just like, wait a second. The, he's had winning, like two winning seasons, or hasn't he? Like they, they've been pretty dang close to winning seasons both times. He has more wins in the last two years than the Dolphins had in the last like six before that. Like, what this guy's gonna be the head coach of the Bears or something this year, Brian Flores, and the Dolphins are gonna get Bill O'Brien. Like that's what you want. You want to fire Brian Flores and bring in Bill O'Brien. So listen to this. So since 2008, since the Chad Pennington year, they've had one season, one season before Brian Flores got there where they were over 500. Mm-hmm. One season, and that was in 2016 when they lost in the wild card round. Brian Flores now the past two years has gotten them over the 500 mark. Things are looking good. It seems like the players respect him, especially after some of the comments that were made after the firing. And you let him go. Well, there are news that you even have the players who like want to play for this guy. And now you have players tweeting the news breaking about, well, this is crazy. Or, or the, and from the McCourty account, which is J Mac, right? Jason McCourty you played there shocked about the news. There, there was reports that the free agents that are going to be from the Patriots were talking about going to play for Brian Flores in Miami because they love him so much. Like, this guy's well-respected by the players. They play hard for him. It sounds like, and what you've seen afterwards, it's a matter of they all kind of sat down, and Brian Flores and the GM doesn't, doesn't, don't get along and don't agree. And Brian Flores wanted to move on from Tua, and the GM did not because they picked Tua. And that's it. And the GM won out, which is really dumb because, like you said, they've sucked for how many years now? Um, and they can't figure out how to build a roster. If anything, they should have kept Brian Flores and found a new GM or let Brian Flores do it. Like, there's no there's no reason for them to fire Brian Flores. It doesn't there's make no any reason. sense why Chris Greer has maintained this position. Because they like he's I I listen, the the main reason I think behind the Dolphins sucking for however many years now is players. They, they just don't have the players. But at the same time, like you, you finally bring in that head coach. And if you add players to that team, I think that Brian Flores proved at this point that he was the coach for that team. Yep. And you know, you made the wrong decision when you let go of a guy as your head coach and he immediately becomes the favorite to land a new a job. head coaching job. Yeah. Immediately. Because you know where he probably ends up? Where? Chicago. I was gonna say he and you know what? That might be a good fit for him because, like, you know, Chicago, Chicago has the the reputation to have great defenses, right? That goes back to the to the 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 Bears in the eighties. Mm-hmm. They have the 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 concept, the idea around them is like just Chicago Bears, hard-nosed defensive team, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. They have a young quarterback in Justin Fields. The better young quarterback between the, them and Tua. The better young quarterback. You're going to go in, hopefully build up a team around there. That's probably a good landing spot for him. You know where, you know where else might be a good landing spot for him? Jacksonville. 
No. No, that no, That's no, pretty no. enticing. That job's pretty intriguing for a coach. Yeah, but it's Jacksonville. True. Um, I was going to say Den- Denver. I'll say Denver. Denver might be a good, a, a solid place for him to land. And you mm-hmm. know what? Hey, bring him back here. If he doesn't want to be a head coach anymore, he wants to be a defensive coordinator, bring him in. No, I think remember, he wants to be a head coach. He I'm sure he does. He and he's he, a good he, head coach. He, he was a good head coach, and he shouldn't have gotten fired. He doesn't want to be a defense. I mean, he would. I think if he, like, if he genuinely got fired and needed to step back, he would be a D.C. But, like, this dude is a good head coach, and he knows it, I think. I, I don't think he wants to be a defensive coordinator. It's he a, got an interview a, day one. He literally got canned today, yesterday, and he already has an interview request. You made the wrong decision. I'll, I'll say it again. You made the wrong decision. When you let go of your head coach, and the next day, and he is immediately not the even next day. It was yesterday. The job. It was yesterday. Yes. The Bears requested it yesterday. Um, didn't the bear and then the Bears requested like Gerard Mayo? The, the Broncos requested Gerard Mayo. The Broncos requested Gerard Mayo, which you know I I'm a big Gerard Mayo fan. He's a name that I would like to see develop more in the Patriots coaching tree, and then maybe in the future take over the team. Although I think. I think at this point, like it's it's Josh McDaniel's job. I think he's going to be um, the head coach of this team. I just don't. I think Gerard Mayo is going to be that candidate this year that does the interviews to do him, get his name out there, express his interest in head coaching, and then come back and be the Patriots yeah. next year. Like, like we've seen how a bunch of coaches do that, right? Like he just, I'd be shocked if the Broncos call, they do the interview and say, yeah, Gerard Mayo's our head coach. Like I just don't know if he's there yet as a coach. Yeah, I don't either. I think he's he gonna, will be I, one someday for sure. I think, yeah, he's a, he's a smart guy. I think he will be a head coach. I would love Gerard Mayo to be the future coach of this Patriots team, but again, I think that's Josh McDaniel's job. That's just waiting for him at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, I mean the the Brian Flores move, crazy, absolutely crazy. I mean, so dumb. It's so hard. The problem is like it's so hard in this league to find a coach who's good. The two toughest things in football. That the two most important things that are also incredibly hard to find are a good head coach and a good quarterback. I wouldn't say you have that in Miami yet. I I, I think that I think personally the jury still is out on Tua. Well, um, I think they, they want. I think Brian Flores was trying to get his good quarterback. I don't. I, I think he was the one that wanted Deshaun Watson, and they sounds like they didn't want Deshaun Watson or wouldn't let him give up on Tua. But if well, you put Brian Flores with Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson's a scumbag though. I know, but he's gonna play football. I know, I know. Nick, he's going to be a Bronco next year. Deshaun Watson? He, he, he could be a Bronco. He could be a Panther. He could. He won't be a Dolphin, apparently. Is he, though? We don't even know what's going on with his case yet. We haven't heard a thing. He's going somewhere. That's the we thing. haven't heard you, a thing. You, you haven't heard anything. Nothing's happening. They're, they're figured out the back end. This offseason is all going to blow over. It probably already has. And he's going to play next year. He's going to get yeah. settled. He's going to pay all these girls off. And he's going to play next year. Not saying that's the right thing, but that's what's going to happen. Just a real scumbag move. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mm-hmm. it's going to happen. You're right. I mean, sports, hey, sports is money, and you got one of the most talented quarterbacks out there just waiting to jump on a team. And the, you know what the other problem is that's really going to, like, get people back on the Deshaun Watson news or uh, on the Deshaun Watson trade? Because this is, this is how sports work, and it's very unfortunate. But in a couple of years – like that, that this whole story of what he did is going to be an afterthought. Oh, won't, won't even be on the news anymore. It won't, in a few it'll be years, a it'll be a footnote. In a few years, when he's taking a team to the playoffs, it's going to be mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson or winning his first Super Bowl. Yeah, Deshaun Watson, the good quarterback. Yeah, you know, hey, he would be. Yeah, Adam is a quarterback, like you said, with Denver. Denver's got some weapons. They got Jerry mm-hmm. Judy. They've got Corbin Sutton. They've got Noah Fant. If you get, uh, if you just give Denver a quarterback, that's good. Like. Okay. 
Aaron Rodgers. That'd be a good. Well, did you see the, did you see the, the comment earlier on Twitter? It was basically uh only reason why you'd fire Brian Flores is if you had your quarterback in place and they didn't want Brian Flores, a.k.a. Aaron Rodgers. In Miami? Yeah. No, Aaron Rodgers would not go to Miami. You know, you know what? You know what makes sense for him now? Because he's he went on like this the spiritual Bay, journey. Be, be Brady's backup. Well, no, he went he went on this <laughs> he went on this spiritual journey over the offseason. He's very in tune with himself now. He's 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 deeper in, the, in in manifestation, the alchemist, you know those kinds of things, and it's a very laid back laid back ideology now that he lives by boulder colorado is that that's the first city that comes to mind when i think about stuff like that just because it's such a relaxed atmosphere it's so cool up there oh he can smoke all the weed he wants yeah denver that De- i think denver sounds like a good place for him a really good place for aaron Rodgers. imagine imagine if he went to the um imagine if like the, the, the bears wanted him like if you could swing that you move on <laughs> I don't think he'd go to Chicago. What, 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 if he pulled, what if he pulled a complete Brett Favre, goes to the Vikings, there plays Kirk Cousins? I don't think he would. I know. I don't think he'd do that. I think, <laughs> I think, you know, Pittsburgh makes sense for him. Mm-hmm. I think he likes that idea. Uh, but Denver. Denver, Denver is. And Denver wanted him earlier. In the, like, yeah. if there was a, Denver was the rumored, like, trade target option too so yeah i wouldn't be shocked if he's in denver next year if they're literally a quarterback away you put aaron Rodgers on that broncos team from this year they're a playoff team oh yeah for sure if not, if not more yeah. for sure they probably hold on to von miller too yep that's a team mm-hmm. but yeah i mean that's unbelievable news about brian flores everybody was shocked about that it's and everybody's shocked about this joe judge news and again not because out of you look at those two guys the guy who should be fired is joe judge but it was backwards yesterday. Joe Judge had his job secured. Brian Flores was gone. Just such a dumb decision. Again, two of the hardest things to do in sports is find a good head coach in the NFL and find a good quarterback. And Miami was halfway there. They had a good head coach. Mm-hmm. And they screwed it up. They screwed mm-hmm. it up. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the fact, that, the fact that he was able to take a team that was 1-7, horrible start. They were the laughing stock of the league, along with the Jaguars and the Lions. And be able to keep the players focused enough to rattle off seven wins in a row. That is crazy. That's the sign of a good head coach. Insane that he got let go. Um, But one thing I did want to talk about too, speaking of head coaches is the Raiders and Chargers game. Oh, they should have tied Nick on Sunday night. Jeff, we almost had it. It was right there. We almost had it. It was going to, they were going to tie. We almost had it. They were gonna tie. They screw he Brandon Staley, man. He screwed it up in a huge way, in an absolutely massive way. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm gonna backtrack on that because a lot of people were upset at Brandon Staley, including me. I was pissed at Brandon Staley. Cause I was like, because we cause it the the situation lined up perfectly. Going throughout the week, we were like, "Hey, if just, the Jags beat the Colts, just kneel it out." That's all I want. I wanted them to kneel it out on national TV. If the Jags beat the Colts, and then the Steel in the Chargers and the Raiders, if they kneel it out, don't do anything, tie the game. You know, they both make it in the playoffs. Who would have been the seventh seed if they did that? If they tied, who would have been the seventh seed? 
Between them two? Yeah. yeah who, I don't know. Whoever had the tiebreaker. Well, the only question I, I – reason I asked that is because if the Raiders tried to win, they had a six seed and not put to put – or whatever. They had a five seed and play the Bengals. If they became the seven seed, if they tied, they would have put the Chiefs. So, like, I, if that was the case, I would have gotten it. Like, I'm going to try to win because I don't want to play the Chiefs in the first round. Yeah, no, that's true. But, 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 but. Just, just the fact that we almost had that, and it wasn't, it wasn't like they were trying to throw the game. The fact that this game went to overtime and then was seconds away from actually tying, and here's where I'm going to back up Brandon Staley. A lot of people are giving him shit, and partially rightfully so, because you're like, why would you call a timeout there? And thinking back on it, what was going to happen there? He, his defense was that, he wanted to get a player out there to have a better run defense because the Raiders are going to run the ball again. And the Raiders did run the ball. Turns out it didn't matter because they ran it however many yards, 10, 15 yards, got into even closer field goal range. Would have been a 57-yard from where they were at originally. Moved it up. Uh, and plus, they got Carlson, and he's got a leg. He's going to make it probably from 57. It would have been a tougher kick, but yep. it was basically a chip shot for him because he's just got a, he's got a hell of a leg. Uh, but all he did was stop the clock and get his player out there because the Raiders are probably going to do that, that, that same play anyway, might've gotten the same result. Maybe not, but let's be honest. When you think about it, the Raiders have a timeout. They're going to run the ball and they're probably going to call a timeout either way. So I know after the game, Derek Carr and, and, and I know Derek Carr and I'm blanking on the coach's name, whatever the interim head coach, I'm blanking on his name. Sorry. Uh, they basically did say like we were pretty content with letting the clock run out and the timeout did change our idea. Yeah, but but then, he, then he went back on that too, though. In that interview, the post game interview on the field, he was like, yeah, you know, it did change our plans, but we came in today thinking we were going to win and we wanted to win and we were playing for the win, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you know, you just told us your real plans. Like, but, you, but they were going to kick it. They were going to kick it no matter what. They weren't just going to let the clock run out and hit zero. They're going to probably let the clock run out to two or one. So that way, even if they do miss the chargers, don't get a chance to, to, win the game yeah but either way like I, I think it's the same result i think brandon staley's catching a lot of heat for no reason well i mean did, did you see no did you see the austin eckler exchange on the field with one of the uh the raiders players i heard about it i actually didn't see it he basically you could see him mouth it he was he asked the guy on the i forget who the raiders player was but eckler was basically like were you gonna kneel it and the raiders play they said yeah well, that was our plan like you can read their lips yeah see i don't I doubt they would have knelt it. I, I, dude, they've got Carlson. It's not like they have a no yeah, disrespect to win the game. They didn't need to win the game though. I know, but like they probably would have tried it. It was a 57 yarder. It's nothing that's like, it's a 57 yarder inside. It's not like it's a crazy, it's not like it's a record breaking kick. Carlson again has a hell of a leg. Just, t- just signed a huge contract in the middle of this year because he's that good of a kicker. I was just he's, begging that they just knelt it. Like I, I wanted team. it too. Sunday night football, just kneel it out. Just every every single snap for an entire football game, just kneel it. I wanted it too. It would have been awesome. Punt it away, let him kneel it again. Punt it away, let him kneel it again. It would have been awesome, but what are, what are you going to do? We're here oh. now. The Steelers are in the playoffs now. Yeah. Yeah, it does suck. You know, Big Ben, guy, one last loss to the, in the playoffs to the Chiefs. I Never mind. I'm not, I was, was going to say something. I'm not going to say anything. Uh, 
You want to talk about the national championship real quick? Did you watch any of it? Go, go ahead, because I don't care. National championship, the first three quarters was boring. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure you saw on Twitter, I was getting I was getting bombarded, Jared. Everybody's like, because I tweeted, I was like, every time Dude, I bet against Alabama, I get smoked. But You bet against Alabama. My gut's telling me, some, I want to bet Jordan today they- minus three. I got, I got slammed. I had people, don't do it. I had somebody quote tweet. Fam is going to win by 22. I was like, dude, I, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I, at that point, I really hadn't picked yet, but probably like an hour or two after that tweet, after I got attacked, I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go Georgia minus three. I'm going to ride with Georgia again. This is it. This is, this is my play. And you know what? After the first three quarters, I was like, I don't know if this is going to hit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if this is going to hit. Did you watch any of the game? No. I didn't know if it was going to hit. Uh, shout I, out. I saw uh, highlights and I saw the pick six and I, I saw the big stuff, but I don't know. Dalvin Cook's younger brother. Kid seems good. Runs just like Dalvin Cook. That's a mini Dalvin Cook. He's fast as shit. Breaking off big plays. Uh, it was it was a fun game to watch. The fourth quarter was actually fine because the first three quarters were so boring. It was just field goal, field goal, field goal. I mean, it, it was it was what you expected. Did that Georgia touchdown pass come in the fourth quarter? The deep ball that I saw highlight of Georgia deep ball. Uh, no, they didn't have a touchdown pass. They had a deep ball. Yeah, they did. I don't think they did. They had a deep ball. Are you talking about where where the receiver caught it, rolled, slid, and basically stood up and looked cool as shit? There was one that he caught, like the Georgia caught, like in the end zone. Was that the two point conversion? That was a deep ball. It was a deep pass. Oh, wait. No, you're right. I'm sorry. I didn't even watch the game, Nick, and I know this. I know. Listen, I'm tired. My goodness. <laughs> I'm tired. I was, I'm tired. I was up late last night. I don't like college football, and I knew this. Um, the, the game overall was just – it was fun. The fourth quarter was much more fun than the rest of the game, but – like overall, like that's that's what you should have expected. Two defensive teams, although Alabama, you know, they got the Heisman winner, right? And they did put on a show last time, but the last time they had Mac Jones. Oh, my foot just cramped up. Oh my god, my foot just cramped up. Oh no. Oh my god, my foot just cramped up. This is what you get for. Uh, so there was there was no I don't college football. College football. Oh my god, think- dude! My foot is locked. My foot is locked up. I don't know what's been going on. This foot has locked up several times over the past couple weeks. I do not know what's going. I might be losing it. No, so something there. I don't think there was no there was no long George ball for a touchdown. There was. You just told me there was. There was a pass, but he ran it in from like fifteen yards out. Oh my goodness! Just keep talking about it. It was a screen pass. Yeah, because I'm I'm trying to think. Right there was a there was a run for a touchdown. There was that screen pass for a touchdown, and then there was the pick six. I think those were the only three touchdowns scored. Yeah. Regardless, uh, yeah, good game. I mean, Georgia's defense is just full. Bennett of- drops in forty yard TD dime. There's a highlight of it right here on the ESPN app. Okay, well then I guess I'm wrong. 
right there. See? Oh yeah, duh, dude. Of course. No, you're right. I'm sorry. I I apologize because there was a flag on that play, so he was literally just tossing that shit up. There was a flag on Alabama, so it was basically a free play. So he just tossed it up, and it was a great catch, great play. Um, I didn't even watch the game. No, you're right. That's my bad. I told you, I'm exhausted. I'm tired. Listen, listen. We had Sunday night football. Went till about twelve thirty a.m. We got the national championship last night, which I got over for a national championship game. Got over early. Usually well, those things three, go on the until first about three quarters. But like what nine six? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, fun game to watch. Now, before we move on, actually, no. Let's let's just get into it now, real quick, and then we in the middle of this we can we can talk about our boys and boys and girls over at Manscaped. Uh, we know the Patriots' opponents this weekend. Mm-hmm. TV rating wise, this is the one that you wanted. Bills Patriots round three. Oh yeah, this is the matchup for sure. It's not what I wanted, but it's, it's what, is this it's what? It's what the league wanted. Are you glad that they're playing them? No. No, I wanted the Bengals. <laughs> the Bengals are now going to just go smoke the Raiders. That's fine, whatever. And you're going to lose to the Bills in Buffalo. And they're going to crap on you. And Bills Mafia is going to crap on you because they're taking you you're in the playoffs. Look, I'm not confident in this game on Saturday at all. What are the Patriots right now? They like what are the they Patriots like last time plus? I checked are plus four. No, oh, that's going to go up. You think it's going to go higher than that? It's going to end at like plus six. Higher than plus four? I don't know. I'm not touching that game with a 10 foot pole. I'm just going to watch it as a fan. See, as much as much as I can even watch it because I'm coaching this week. I have a tournament. I'm going to be coaching when this game happens. So, see, now I'll be honest with you. I say that I'm not going to, but there's a decent chance that I do end up betting on it. I mean, I can see the Patriots covering the plus four if it stays there. Like, but look, here's, here's the thing though. Like, I could see the Patriots winning this football game. I could. I mean, yeah, me too. They beat him this year, and it's going to be cold again. in Buff- It's going to be freezing in Buffalo. And I saw, actually, I saw a stat that Josh Allen's numbers when the temperature drops were bad. I think it's like you know, 144 Wait, you know why? Notes. Did you know no. why? Oh, because doesn't he have something he has a wrong? Foot cir- he has a foot circulation problem. Yeah. And so his good. issues with keeping his feet warm in the weather. Yeah, that's not good. So, like, he, he could just not be able to feel his feet this weekend. Not that I'm rooting for him not to be able to fill his feet, but huh? I mean, it might help a cause. Huh? So here's my concern with this Patriots team. My big concern is, well, you know, let's go back to Miami last week. So they obviously lose to the Dolphins in the final week. Uh, Jared, you talked about it. We talked about it before this final four game stretch. Here. We were like, hey, you th- I think you thought they were going to go two and two in that stretch of three and one. Three and one. Three and one. They went one and three. They went one and three. Neither so of us said one and three, so don't try to take credit for that. I'm not taking. No, I'm not taking any credit for that. I thought they were going to at least go two for doing that stretch. Yeah. At least it's, two uh, for two. Losing the last three out of your four games going into the playoffs is not a. Uh, when you had a two game lead in the division, right? Yeah, you, you had your hands in the division, and now you're playing. You're playing the wild card weekend as the sixth seed in Buffalo. In Buffalo, in an environment that's going to have. Listen, I mean, again, like for TV ratings, this is great. For entertainment-wise content, like, this is great. But for the Patriots, like, eh, I'm worried about them. You could have you should have been the three seed. You would have won the division. You should have been the three seed. You should have been the three seed and... Playing the Bills, probably. Look at the way the defense has played. 
Like the oh. defense was the staple of the team in the middle of this run. People were like, hey, 2001 Patriots, they're yeah. here. It's the same thing. We had, every, we had every right to say that, though. We did, but kind of like the 2019 season where the boogeymen were out and about, they started off hot, and then they just slowed up, and then they just got old and, and slow, and they just disappeared. And yeah, good. I don't know what's going on with them, but a focal point of this defense at one point in the conversation for defensive player of the year that was never going to win it because, you know, TJ Watts out there, miles Garrett's having a hell of a year. Uh, yep. Diggs in Dallas having a hell of a year, but Matthew Don, he so has fun. had, I heard this, I heard this stat uh, from Greg Bedard. I believe it, it was on the failure match. Yeah, I might be wrong, um, but Matthew Don in that, that, that stretch of, I think the seven game which he had like at least a couple games, he had like 30 pressures or, or whatever it was over these last, this, this four game losing streak, he's had four pressures on the quarterback and no sacks. It's been bad. He's been such a quiet, and I'm not saying I'm against Matt Judon. I still think he's valuable. I'm just hoping he's gotta be, he's, he, he's a free, he's a free agent signing. Yeah. I'm, I'm just not sure if it's an injury thing. He's not hundred percent or what, but he just, just has fallen off. It, it, it's one of those things where he, like you said, he was in the face. He was a big reason why they were doing so well defensively is because he was in every quarterback's face. And now it's like a, he can't get to the quarterback for some reason. No, I don't know. I don't, I, you know, if he, if he doesn't show up this game, you're over. Like he, you need him to play the way he was playing in that stretch or you're going to, you're not going to win this game. You need him to play. Have we heard anything about Christian Barmore, which huge, huge news that it's, that it's no tear. Uh, not serious, no tear. Tear. They're they're hopeful that he's going to play. My they, guess he's he'll another play. guy that they need him. They, that they need too. And they, but if listen, he plays, is even one hundred percent. He's not one hundred percent. And that and that point, how impactful can he be? Like that. That's the way I look at that too. Look, Patriots are in a really crappy situation this weekend, Nick. They're they're lost three out of the last four. They're they're banged up. They're old, and now you're on the road in freezing temperatures in Buffalo. Uh, sex toys could be flying everywhere this weekend. It's gonna be it's gonna be a dildos. Could be out it's about. Gonna be, it's going to be a sight. Hey, that's a perfect segue. Let's we got to talk about our friends over at Manscaped. Guys, roses are red, violets are blue. Don't let a wild pube wreck you. Valentine's Day is just around the corner, and our sponsors over at Manscaped are here for you with the best tools to get your balls ready for the special occasion. This Valentine's Day, it's time to join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming, with our exclusive offer, Go to manscaped.com and use promo code COUCHGUY20 for 20% off with free shipping. Guys, the holidays, they went by so quick. Did you remember to take care of your package with the best tools for the job? The Performance Package 4.0 from Manscaped is just the thing every guy needs in their life to make each and every day just a little more special. The number one product in this package is, is the Lawnmower 4.0. This electric trimmer is designed to trim your hair on loose skin. And get this. The Tremors Advanced Skin Safe technology reduces cuts and nicks on your delicate balls. It's even It even has 4,000K LED spotlight to, so you can shave anywhere your heart desires. Did I mention that it's waterproof too? I'd like to propose making February 13th a national holiday as National Shave Your Balls Day. Do it, do it the morning of Valentine's Day, guys, if you don't do it on the 13th, let me tell you. Who's with me? I think this is one holiday that men and women can get behind. 
Uh, this package also includes the weed whacker, nose, and ear hair trimmer to whack all the worst of your weeds. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts, their shed travel bag and anti-chafing boxer briefs to keep your boys stored comfortably. To complete the perfect package for your perfect package are liquid formulations like the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner. Start your day off with the ball deodorant for your boys and then stay cool all day with the toner to keep you feeling your best all day and night. These formulations will also have your balls smelling like a king on the big day. And don't forget to smell good not only around your balls, but all over. Made with their signature scent, the Manscaped Refined Cologne will, com- will complement your collection with smell perfection. Manscaped created their products for a night just like this and will make your V-Day date say, wow, great set of balls you have there, pal. Go to manscaped.com and use the exclusive offer to- for 20% off with free shipping with code COUCHGUY20. Your balls and lady, they're going to thank you. Listen up one more time. Get 20% off with free shipping using the code COUCHGUY20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use promo code COUCHGUY20. Join Cupid and shoot your arrow with Manscaped this Valentine's Day. All right, so let's keep previewing this game a bit here. Isaiah Wynn and Barmore were both limited at practice today. Okay, that's another guy that you need is Isaiah Wynn. You know, what, what, no matter what you think about him on the left side. He was garbage. Well, he was gone for most of that game. But when he and was then, in, he was caught garbage. And that, yeah, he's been, he's been so on and off. I don't know what happened to him because his first two years when he was playing, he was good. He was real good. Yeah, he was. I don't know what's happened with him this year. But, and you know, too, I, I think a lot of people don't, don't realize this. The fumbled snap from in Miami uh, this week. That wasn't David Andrews. The center, David Andrews, I think, was having uh, 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 an equipment malfunction. So he was yeah. off, actually, at that point. And I think it was Ted Karras it uh, at center. who has was, even, was that even really Ted Karras' fault? I don't really know, to be honest with you. But I just want to point that out. It wasn't David Andrews. David Andrews is still one of the best centers in football. But my big concern with this game is Josh Allen running. Because I think he knows now, especially after everybody talked a bunch of crap after that first game, I think after the second game, Josh Allen knows that he can take advantage of this defense uh, with his legs. And Tua did this week, too. Yeah, the Patriots, are, it's just that front seven's old, like you said, right? You're relying on Hightower and all these other guys to chase him down. It's just not going to happen. Um, is Duggar going to play this week? I think he should. Because that's a big one to, that we haven't heard yet. And obviously, that's a big deal if he doesn't play. Um, they should just stick Duggar on on, Seriously, on Josh Allen. Just let Duggar be the spy on every single play. Yeah. Because I, I don't know. I don't know. I hate to say like the Patriots can't win this game because they can. But I have, I, I'm not even mad that I'm not going to be able to watch the whole thing. That's where I'm at with it. Like, I'll watch Why what can't I can. you watch the whole thing? I just told you. I wasn't listening. No, I, I for sure wasn't. This weekend is our first volleyball tournament as I coach. Did you and say that in the show? Yes. We are in <laughs> oh, Nashville. We're in Nashville this week. Oh, you're in Nashville? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, we're playing our first tournament of the year down there. So what we play in the afternoon wave of this big day, they, they split the waves, the tournaments up in waves, a.m., p.m., and the p.m. wave is three to God knows when, so I probably won't watch some of it. Which you know what? I'm okay with. Well, I mean, it it depends what the score is at that point too. I I think I think they can't. Uh, if do- they're if they're losing by a couple touchdowns by the time I'm done coaching, I might just go right to the bar. 
The only, the only thing, it'll probably be on there. Uh, the only thing is that, like, that gives me confidence is Bill Belichick because Bill Belichick now is going to see this team for a third time this year, a third oh, time this year. But I, I mean, who I, knows? Who knows how much that's going to really help here? Because sure, Bill Belichick can do whatever he wants and drop however many schemes he wants, but it, it comes down to your 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 players in the long run, mm-hmm. and we're going to see if J.C. Jackson keep up with Stephon Diggs. We're going to see if they can contain Josh Allen. And, hey, we know at this point how bad the Patriots' run defense is. Mm-hmm. I know we, we've mocked the Bills for having such a terrible run game, but, I mean, let's, let's call it – Devin Singletary is a pretty good running back. Yeah. Th- th- there's one thing that, like, it helps me feel better that the Patriots are pretty good on the road, right? Like, they've been a pretty solid road team. The one thing that scares me, and this, this is the, st- the stats that Tony Maz tweeted out earlier – Mac Jones has six touchdown passes in eight road games this year, 16 touchdown passes at home, 85.4 rating on the road, 97.5 QB rating at home this year. He's been a noticeably worse quarterback on the road. Now, that does also factor in that three-attempt game in Buffalo. But still, that being said, they're not the best numbers on the road, and hey, you're playing on the road in Buffalo this week in freezing temperatures. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. We just, we just, I I think this is one of the tougher games that we're going to need to predict because it's, because it's, it's the kind of one where like you look at it and you're like, okay, the Patriots, they have the, they do have the tools to beat this team, right? We know that they have a good offensive line. They've got a great run game. They have, they have beaten them this game. They have beaten this team. I don't care about the win like that. They have beaten this team this year. They have, yeah. I don't. I personally can't take too much from that game. But they won. They won the game. Okay, yeah, and, they did. And this weekend's gonna be just as cold, if not colder than that week was. Yeah, but it was just the without wind. the wind. It was yeah. the wind. I don't That's care. They won the game. Them that game. They won the game. It's it's just interesting. I mean, the defense I think is gonna have their hands full, but it, you, you gotta get you have to get pressure. They haven't been getting pressure throughout this, this, this losing streak. They've been getting bullied by every offensive line. Doesn't matter who it is. Every offensive line has been bullying them. Matt Judon has to show up. They have to get pressure again. They have to make the quarterback. They have to make the quarterback think. Because for the past couple of weeks, they're giving the quarterbacks, it feels like five minutes in the pocket before he has to throw the football. Yep. Every time. Yep. If they don't do that, I've got a lot of concerns for this game. Final score prediction, what do you got? I'm thinking about this one a lot. Picking the Bills. I'm going with the Bills. I think it's going to end up being 30 to 17 Bills. 30 17. Mm-hmm. Sheesh. It's not going to be a fun game to watch for us, Nick. You know what? 17 Bills, and then Bills go home, go on and take on the uh the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going Bills. Yeah, you have to, huh? Yeah, Bills. My against the spread. Yeah, I think the Bills cover that minus four spread too. Am I gonna bet it? Absolutely not. I can't bet against the Patriots in a game like this. But I mean, look at this. There's just so many factors that are going against the Patriots. I don't think they're a, a ten and seven record. Jared isn't that good? <laughs> it's not that good no. of a record. 
They were they, they're really nine and seven. Think normal football year without the extra game. It's a nine and seven football team. It's a very mediocre football. It's a mediocre football team. They had a really good run. I'm not taking anything away from that stretch football. They were the one seed. I thought I, they're 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 up and down football team with holes in every phase of the game, which is not like a Bill Belichick coach team, but that's where we're at. And that's the team you're taking into the first round against the Bills. <sighs> My guess is the Bills would win. Uh, the Bengals are going to go to the AFC title game. That's not as I'm predicting that now. Like, there's just a lot going on. Well, we'll see how Patriots, it goes. Patriots aren't going to be involved. Couch Guys Sports Podcast, episode number 239 of the books. Nick Qualia, Jared Scally. Guys, we're going to talk to you next week for episode 240. Maybe previewing a Patriots divisional game. Oh, hmm, hmm. Maybe. We'll talk, it'll be our first offseason show. Maybe doing a postseason show, getting ready for the baseball. Well, baseball's locked out. Hey, we get up some good old Jason Tate, Jalen Brown. Tuka's, Tuka's back. Tuka Rask is back, baby. Tuka's we're, back, baby. We're almost, we're almost back in the time of year where we talk hockey and basketball again. Exclusively. Exclusively. Again, Nick Qualia, Jared Skelly, guys, we're going to talk to you next week. Thank you for watching, and thank you for listening. Oh, wait, shit. <laughs>